now entering a critical thinking zone. zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Welcome into December. That's right, it is December 1st, 2021. I am Andrew Coppins. He is Pat Oni. You can follow us on social media. I am at the Coppins Show. He is at the Pat Oni Show. And as always, do not forget you can see this show or hear it starting at noon Eastern Time via rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Thank you to all who have done so so far, but continue to do so. Tell people about it. Make it your Christmas gift to them. Now, starting about mid-next week, Pat, we are going to uh, play a little critical thinking version of uh, the 12 days of Christmas, right? Because here we're going to rededicate ourselves to the, well, the facts, the faith, the freedom, and the free markets that we've been talking about and that are the foundation of this show. And we're going to commit ourselves to all of these things um, because we will be here with you through December 23rd, and then we will pick back up in the new year. Um, So we just wanted to get that out of the way. But um, we have to start today's show with um, a little pre-warning, if you will, because we're about to talk about a, a subject that can be sensitive, and we're about to talk about a subject that definitely can be political. We're going to talk. Nobody should ever be rooting for North Carolina. No, no, no. Let me, let me clarify. It's not that I was rooting for North Carolina. It's that I was rooting for the team that they were playing to lose. Hmm. Because did you know, Pat, fast forward for a minute, if, if you want to do that, because we have to talk about the school shooting that ha- happened in Oakland County, Oxford High School, uh, just outside of Detroit, one of the most affluent areas of the state of Michigan, by the way, Pat. Um, the Big Ten has won by eight to six this many times. Four. Oh, wow. How Four about times. that? How about that? The ACC has only won twice in that time frame, by the way. Mm-hmm. Going nine and five in 2016 and 11 and three in 2015, for those of you curious Hmm. well congratulations to your uh, wisconsin badgers for uh, beating georgia tech on the road last night that was a nice little win it was a you know this is a team that i think is going to be really um really dangerous in march super potentially potentially uh, I, I also like the uh, way my Ohio State Buckeyes are playing. I don't I don't expect them to win the Big Ten or anything like that. But uh, no, I think I think you're going to see Purdue um, kind of run away. Run away. They're, they're the number one team in the country by far. Yeah, <clears throat> but we did, however, just take down the number one team in Columbus the other night. Right now, the question of that is: Could could you replicate that performance on the road? And that's always the that's always the issue with some of these early season games, and that's why I right. love the fact that Wisconsin went on the road, beat Georgia Tech, um, and and the one game that they did lose so far this year was to Providence in the Gavit tip off games, but they were without star Johnny Davis in that game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and while <clears throat> in this game he had a big impact in the first half, he only scored three points in the second half. Brad Davison goes off in the second half, and um. This is why I think Wisconsin can be dangerous, is that they could potentially beat you with all five starters on the floor. One of those five going completely off. You might be able to hold Brad Davison down, or say you hold Johnny Davis down. Johnny Davis then creates for Stephen Crawl, or you you start to see Chucky Hepburn um, doing his thing. I, I, I think this is a really dangerous team, the later this season goes on. So it'll be interesting to watch, but um, overall being where they are at, having won the Maui Invitational, having done what they've done um, to teams winning from, you know, coming from behind to win big, um, holding on to win tough games like they did against Georgia Tech when they didn't necessarily have their best in the second half. Um, Those are hallmarks of usually veteran teams, 
And that's not what we're seeing with this team. We've got a starting point guard who's a freshman. Steven Crawl is a first-time starter. Johnny Davis, a first-time starter. Chucky, um, Brad Davidson is really the only play. Well, Brad Davidson and Tyler Wall are really the only players who had major minutes coming into the season. And then you look mm-hmm. at the bench, and it's a lot of people who haven't been at Wisconsin for very long either. So very intriguing team. I think your Buckeyes are going to be intriguing as well. Um, EJ Liddell, I, I, I struggle because I think he, he's been hot and cold kind of to start this season. Yeah, yeah and he wasn't really the, the, the winner. I mean, he came through with some clutch free flows in the end because that was killing us the entire game. Um, but we were without justice suing in that game. We were down by 15 True. at the half. And, yeah, and you did you did exactly what um I always talk to people about when you're when you're watching college basketball. No matter what that uh what that number is, let's say it's down 15, take it in four minute intervals right. of that second half. And if you can get it to 15 in the or get it to 10 in that first four, and then by the you know, by maybe 10 minute mark, right? In the next six minutes, you're you're within single digits. Mm-hmm. You know, you just need to be able to chip it away. And that's what mm-hmm. your Buckeyes did. I, you know, I turned it off. Our our so. bench, our bench stepped up and on, yeah. on offense because there's there's players I haven't really seen play before. And we had a couple key bench guys really step it up in that game. Mm-hmm. And then we started, you know, not turning the ball over. Because that that was a big part problem in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, still had a few ticky tacky turnovers, but like it, you know, we just as Coach K said, and I really like <laughs> Coach K. Um, mm-hmm. We just wore him out. So, yeah, it, it was a great game. Absolutely. So good, good on the Big Ten showing their dominance once again. When everybody kind of expected a down year for the conference, you know, Wisconsin predicted to be tenth. Ohio State, not quite as good. Everybody thought Michigan would be great. They're n- they took the third loss already. Yep. And they lost to Seton Hall, which we also beat. Yep. So so it'll be an interesting and intriguing um, race to the second place because I think you're going to see Purdue kind of run away. Like, I think you're going to see him kind of best team. produce by like far. a Michigan State of the mid-2000s where they just kind of run away with the conference, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for a year or two. But, Michigan State still looks solid too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But all of that uh, notwithstanding, I suppose that we have um, filibustered enough, Pat. Because I know this is a topic that we really don't want to talk about all that much. But we got to talk some COVID. Do we have to talk about COVID? Breaking news, Pat. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. Omicron is here. Oh, no. You must live in fear. Oh, no. Oh, Omicron is here. You, it, you you do realize it's probably been here a lot longer than uh, the confirmed case yesterday, right? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. the other day, um, actually, I think it was just yesterday, Dr. Angelique Cotezzi. Well, does that does that name sound familiar to you at all, Pat? Yeah, it's almost like uh, Doctor Angelique Cotezzi, someone out of South Africa. Correct. Yes. Uh huh. Which is where this kind of originated, or at least was first detected. We don't know if it actually originated there or not. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> she happens to be the doctor who uh, discovered this new variant. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And she penned uh, an op-ed about this variant and how ridiculous the Western world has become. And I want you to all hear it because every single person needs to hear it. And uh, I retweeted this yesterday. But she states... As chair of the South African Medical Association and a GP, which is a general practitioner, of 33 years standing, I have seen a lot over my medical career. But nothing has prepared me for the extraordinary global reaction that met my announcement this week that I had seen a young man in my surgery who had a case of COVID that turned out to be the Omicron variant. 
This version of the virus had been circulating in southern Africa for some time, having been previously identified in Botswana. Now, some could argue, Pat, that the fact that this happened in South Africa, where there's the largest white population on the continent, um, would pretend us to, I don't know, we only pay attention to something if it's happening to white people. Really? Why did you, Why did we not freak out when we knew that it was happening in Botswana? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a fair point. But now I'm, I'm actually being serious about this. No, I know you are. I, so... That's a great point. I I actually don't know why we didn't do it that way. It's because our media only cares about people that actually look like you and I, Pat. Oh, so you're saying our media is racist. Oh, they're 100% racist because mm. they see the whole point of what you see with the Black Lives Matter movement. And trust me, I saw it march down my street, literally past my building multiple times last summer. It was 95% white. It's about the white liberal making themselves feel better. And furthermore, what what subgroup here is the media most identifiable as? White, white. leftists. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, so um, <clears throat> if... That group also is also most identifiable with the fear-mongering and panic porn pushing. This would make some sense, right? Yeah, it would make some sense. But it also, if you cared about black lives, why the hell didn't you, I don't know, sound your alarm bell when you found out about this from Botswana? That's my legitimate question in all of this. But you continued, okay? Mm. But given my public-facing role... By announcing its presence in my own patient, I unwittingly brought it to its global attention. Quite simply, I have been stunned at the response, and especially from Britain. And let me be clear, nothing I have seen about this new variant warrants the extreme action the UK government has taken in response to it. No one here in South Africa is known to have been hospitalized with the Omicron variant, nor is anyone here believed to have fallen seriously ill with it. I'm going to read that paragraph one more time. No one here in South Africa is known to have been hospitalized with the Omicron variant, nor is anyone here believed to have fallen seriously ill. Notice how she didn't even mention the word death. Because no one's died from it yet that we know of. Correct. And nobody has even been freaking hospitalized from it. Yet, Britain and other European nations have reacted with uh, heavy travel restrictions on flights from across southern Africa, as well as imposing uh, tighter rules at home on mask wearing, fines, and extended quarantines. The simple truth is we don't know yet anywhere near enough about Omicron to make such judgments or to impose such policies. In South Africa, we've retained a sense of perspective. We've had no new regulations or talk of lockdowns because we're waiting to see what the variant actually means. We've also become accustomed here to new COVID variants emerging. So when our scientists confirmed the discovery of yet another, nobody made a huge thing of it. Many people didn't even notice. But after Britain heard about it, the global picture started to change. Even as our scientists tried to point out the huge gaps in the world's knowledge about this variant, European nations immediately and unilaterally banned travel from this part of the world. So I want to stop there because there's actually two parts to to her op-ed. And in, in some respects, maybe you could say, well, this is a case of crying over spilt milk, right? Why are you restricting travel from my country? Does she only care about that? You you could argue that. You could argue that. It's a very weak argument in my view. Because what she's really arguing is, what the hell are you doing based off of what we do or don't know about this virus? And why are you reacting the way that you're reacting? Well, because it's been the same damn thing that we've done since the very beginning for the last almost, well, really, technically... Two years now. Yeah, absolutely. So Dr. Angelique Cotesi, 
continues, our government was understandably angered by this, pointing out that excellent science should be applauded, not punished. That is an excellent point, by the way. So let's get this straight. We did the science to prove to you that there's a new variant that's out there, and now you're able to find it in your patient, and we're going to get punished for it. Okay. Now, she continues, if, as some evidence suggests, Omicron turns out to be a fast-spreading virus with mostly mild... Grandpa may be watching football and drinking beer and playing cards, but that's because he got his booster shot, like our Lord and Savior told him to. So don't forget yours, or none of those things will happen for you this Fouchmas. But speaking of family, we all know moms everywhere love St. Fauci. And his Christmas turtleneck. Who could resist such a handsome devil? Which, of course, reminds me of our next song on A Very Fauci Christmas Volume 2. I saw Mommy kissing St. Fauci Underneath the mistletoe last night Oh, ho, ho, hey now. This is a family album. Besides, are they both fast? If not, why are they not standing six feet apart and wearing masks indoors? Ew. But at least we know he's making his list, and he's checking it twice. You better believe he knows if you've been vaxxed or not. So get your jabs, for goodness sake. If you do, you may experience 12 days of Fauci-ouchies. But it's totally worth it. After all, do you want to take the 0.003% chance of dying? All numbers presented are according to the CDC. And since St. Fauci only visits those who fulfill his wishes, here's another bribe. Er, I mean, holiday classic. On the first day of Fauci Miss, my true love sent to me a Pfizer shot in a Walgreens. On the second day of Fauci Miss, my true love sent to me two days of aches and a Pfizer shot in a Walgreens. That's right. You're a good citizen of the world. And you're making sure all your loved ones are double-vaxxed. Nay? triple-vaxxed this Christmas season. Who cares about being sick over the holidays when you're protecting the already protected in your family? Aren't you just already dreaming of a Fauci Christmas anyway? I'm dreaming of a Fauci Christmas just like the ones I used to know where the media glisten and children listen to Fauci and take their jabs now. What better Christmas gift is there than getting your five-year-old a double shot of Pfizer? It's truly a Christmas miracle, courtesy of our Lord and Savior, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And if you don't want to listen to him, He's got a message for you. It's beginning to look a lot like Germany Everywhere you go Take a look in the 5 and 10 Lockdown once again With turtlenecks and silver hair glow It's beginning to look a lot like Germany Jabs for everyone but the prettiest sight to see are the cops that will be on your own front door. All of these hits and more can be yours for free 99 courtesy of the federal government. Because just like your jab, everyone needs to hear this message. In fact, we have one heck of a deal for you. Because we're including volume one for you. Just pay shipping and handling. It includes such hits as We Wish You a Merry Fouchmas Do You Take Remdesivir Last Fouchmas I Wish It Could Be Fouchmas Every Day And the Smash TikTok Phenomenon 
Fauci miss in Harlem. What a hip-hop classic that was. Done by the man himself. Because it's all about getting the black folks their jabs. Er, um, that important African-American door-to-door outreach program. Who can pass up on a two-for-one deal? If that's not enough, we'll also throw in some remdesivir for your home COVID remedies. It's sure to work wonders, and it's a $3,000 value. All yours, free. Even if ivermectin could cost you pennies on the dollar and actually work better, but we wouldn't want misinformation to ruin your holiday festivities. I love that lawyer guy. Hurry up now. Supplies are limited. Not by production issues, mind you. But the incredible work of Pete Buttigieg and the fine folks at the Department of Transportation. From all of us here at Vaxed Up, Masked Up Records, Merry Fouchmas, you vaccinated animals. That's right, Mary Fouchmas. <laughs> I mean, seriously, this <clears throat> this saintly individual, otherwise known as uh, Hellspawn, named um, Anthony Fauci. I'm sorry, our Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci. I, anybody think that, like, he kind of reminds you of the devil from South Park? A little bit. Where he would bit. throw the fight with Jesus? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to make sure that he makes all the money in the world? A little bit. Still one of my favorite episodes ever, by the way, of South Park. Top by the way, did we, did, did we ever figure out uh, how uh, Jen Psaki's little brother felt about this video? No. Um, hang on a second. Hey, Jen Psaki's little brother, how did you feel about this video? Who are you talking to, bro? Uh, you, bro. You um, are Jensaki's little brother. You admitted I, to it. You admitted to it just about um, 24 hours ago. Uh, no, I, I, I lied about it because you, you were trying to talk about something I didn't want to talk about, and I was trying to divert your attention. So, no, I am not Jensaki's little brother. I'm not related to Jensaki in any shape or form. And no, shape, no, no, I mean, no, 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 no. You might be right. You might be right. You might not be related to Jensaki, mm. but you definitely are in some shape or form. <laughs> Jensaki. No, 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 I'm, no, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Now, <clears throat> well, you know what, Pat? I hope everybody has a very, very merry Fouchmas this year, and you can do so. By the way, if, if you want that video and you want to spread that video and play that video, you can do so because it is an individual video over on our Rumble page, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Again, that is rumble.com backslash critical thinking. It's very simple. Grab that, spread the holiday cheer this year. And um, also, um, imitation is a great form of flattery, isn't it, Pat? Yes, yes, it is. It is. So we must be very, very flattered at the uh, the folks at the uh, Steve Dace show. Why must we be flattered? Because they, um, <clears throat> we well, we premiered that on Friday on our show, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Magically come Monday, also one of my favorite Jimmy Buffett songs, but and that's neither here nor there. Um, but come Monday, Pat. Magically, they came out with a Time Life version of exactly what we were talking about. Of course they did. Those imitation critical thinkers. No, I'm just kidding. They are great friends of ours. Uh, We absolutely um, love, love, loved having Todd on the program. And it's very funny what they did because Steve's singing is way Way worse than mine, by the way, Pat. <laughs> Holy hell, worse. Like, ungodly amounts worse. Well, go check that one out, and then make sure that they know that they imitated us, because we're the original. Just saying.
So, with all of that being said, with the very Fouchmas and the imitation being a great form of flattery, um, it is time for WTF Wednesday. But before we get into it, I think we should just roll through. Um, well, I'm hearing a buzzing sound, so let's just do that first. Okay, Pat? Let's do it. Um, how ready are you for today's headline? About as ready as Duke was to get their ass handed to him by Ohio State last night. Damn freaking straight. So you are definitely ready. All right. I mean, so to be honest, though, Pat, I mean, we talked about this a little bit off air, but I had the game on for a little bit before I went to bed. And Mm -hmm. last I saw the game, I'm pretty sure Duke was up 10 points. And it was like halfway through the second half ish. They were they were up by fifteen at the half. We couldn't we couldn't keep the ball to save our life. We kept turning it over, and it wasn't like forced turnovers. We just turned the ball over, and we couldn't hit a free throw to save our life. I thought those two things were going to cost us the game. So kind of like your mm-hmm. football team against Michigan on on Saturday, you you just couldn't help yourselves. Minnesota Golden Gophers. Who? Minnesota Golden Gophers. I, I don't recognize that those terms. I, I... Yeah, uh-huh. I'm sure you don't. You, you don't remember the slacking that the Minnesota Golden Gophers gave the Wisconsin Badgers on Saturday? No, I, I do remember the Eastern Dakota Golden Rodents winning a uh, game uh-huh. for the first time in, like, 20 plus years inside uh-huh. Minnesota. So, uh-huh. okay. Or inside. Uh-huh. They've never won it inside TCF bank stadium. So blind squirrel, right? I mean, that was kind of the theme of last Saturday blind squirrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. But yes, yeah. I am ready for the headline. Okay. Okay. Just, just making sure mm-hmm. uh, lots of people have been naming their pets. Fauci and COVID over the past two years. Lots of people have been naming their pets Fauci and COVID over the past two years. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, if you haven't gotten prepared yet, it's Christmas time. It's a, this is a great time to start getting prepared and helping your family get prepared. If you go to preparewithmojo50.com, you can find all sorts of great emergency food supply kits over there um, for, for different lengths and variations. Uh, you, the food is great. It lasts on your shelf for up to 25 years. This stuff will make a great Christmas gift. All you got to do is go to preparewithmojo50.com. It's better to have it, folks, than not need it, than need it and not have it. So all you got to do is go to preparewithmojo50.com. That is preparewithmojo50.com. And right now, Pat, it is a three-month emergency food supply. It's their best seller, and it's the best value. You can save $100 right now by going mm. to preparewithmojo50.com. That's $7.97 for three months worth of food. Um, Yeah, let's just say that. And they do have the four-week emergency food supply as well. That is $2.97 on the website. Again, that's preparewithmojo50.com, our friends at My Patriot Supply. Lots of people have been naming their pets Fauci and COVID over the past two years. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. This has got to be not the B because people suck. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure, but this has got to be something that people are doing. They're insane. People suck. Well, you're right. People do suck. This is not the B. Most people just want to be done with this pandemic to move on and forget it ever happened. Yet others apparently want to be reminded of it every single day for a long time. From Fauci to Chadwick. These are some of the most popular pet names this year. Rover.com released its ninth annual report on the year's most popular pet names, which include those inspired by the COVID-19 pandemic and, of course, 
celebrities. Um, okay. Uh, people apparently want to use their pets to commemorate and absolute the absolute worst parts of the COVID crisis and miserable to, uh, technic, technocracy that is slowly taking over every facet of our lives. And did we forget about how the whole Fauci approved puppy torture thing? Um, P.S. Um, pro tip, if you get a dog and one with a classic name like buddy maybe or, or shadow shadow's a good one just go with those just saying really fauci and covid and people don't realize that that fauci did what uh mm-mm. nope nope mm-mm. Mm-mm. people suck People totally 100% suck. Should we just move on to WTF? Uh, yes. Yes, we, okay. we really, really should. We really totally should. All right. So, Pat, um, <clears throat> I have... A couple of WTS before we get into yours. Okay. Um, we're going to start with um, the biggest thing happening in the city of Chicago this, this week. Oh, boy. Other than them celebrating a win over the uh, Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving. I mean, that's not that impressive, but all right. Neither are the Chicago Bears. So, <laughs> But <clears throat> I bring you this headline. Jerry sees video of Jussie Smollett in dry run a day before alleged hate attack. Wait, what? So, you know the actor, right, who played on Empire? Yeah. The, the inf- now infamous but famous uh, hit Fox television show. Yeah. Um, remember how he um, faked a hate crime against him? Yeah. Like almost three years ago. Yeah, he's on trial for that now um, because he um, lied about a hate crime. Oh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Mm -hmm. But there is now a video. This is how folks file this under really stupid criminal. Embattled Empire actor Jussie Smollett was caught on surveillance video doing a dry run one day before his alleged hate crime attack. Uh, prosecutors said at his trial on Chicago or in Chicago on Tuesday. Prosecutors contend the footage confirms the actor faked the January 29th, 2019 alleged attack with the Nigerian brothers um, Abimbola and Olabinjo Osandrio who are expected to be key witnesses for the prosecution in the case. Smollett's lawyers claim the actor was really attacked by the two brothers. Prosecutors poked a hole in that claim on Tuesday, revealing a text message sent by Smollett to one of the siblings a couple of weeks after the alleged attack. Brother, I love you. I stand with you. I know know 1,000% you and your brother did nothing wrong and never would. I am making this statement so everyone else knows. They will not get away with this. Please, Hit me when they let you go. I am fully behind you. The text came as the two brothers were being questioned in the case. (laughs) Now, there is a video, Pat, of him with the two brothers in the car the day before. Okay. Driving around the block pointing out where the attack should happen. And then you can see them like basically acting out certain aspects of the alleged hate crime. (laughs) 
Do you do? Is it possible to get any dumber than this? Well, because the surveillance footage shows Smollett was walking near the scene with the Osundrio, or however you want to pronounce their last name, Osundario brothers, a day oh. earlier with the siblings seen taking a cab to a nearby neighborhood. Then the two switched to an Uber and met up with Smollett. Was he dumb enough to plead not guilty? Well, of course. Because he's alleged the entire time that he did nothing wrong, that this was a whole entire hate crime. So that is headline number one. Oh, boy. Yep. Somebody's going to do some time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> what if, Pat, I brought you... What what is your worst? I, I shouldn't say this. What is your worst nightmare when it comes to cooking food for Thanksgiving? Ooh, that it's burnt. <clears throat> Sharon Weiss wants Marie Callender to know that they ruined her Thanksgiving dessert. And for those of you who are not watching on our Rumble page, that's rumble.com backslash critical thinking, I highly encourage you to do so because she let them know via Facebook. And you're witnessing a picture of what appears to be a hockey puck that was at one point in time a um, Marie Callender uh, pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. Marie Callender responded back. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for your post. We're really sorry to hear our pumpkin pie let you down this year. We'd like to get in touch with you so we can hear more and help. Please send us a private message referencing whatever number so that we can connect. <clears throat> the absolute trolling of this entire situation begins with this. Please send her a larger version of the back of your box. <laughs> send it in the mail certified so that she can't say she didn't get it and blame another burnt pie on them. But I am not done with the trolling. Oh, boy. <clears throat> um, why are you sorry? You didn't cremate her pie. <laughs> you didn't set her oven to the temperature, or you didn't set her oven temperature to the hell setting. She did that all on her own. Maybe she needs to lay off the sauce before cooking next time. Um, another person says, ruin Thanksgiving in four words. Sharon Weiss bringing dessert. <laughs> Um, another person says, ma'am, where in the recipe says you got to bake it in the actual sun? <sighs> we have a couple of memes here. Uh, put pie in the oven. Burn pie. Why would Marie Callender do this? We also have, of course, the infamous Drake meme. Take personal responsibility for burning your pie. Psh, thanks, Marie Callender, for ruining Thanksgiving dessert. Wow. And then we have some more memes, uh, one of which is the uh, the school bus going over the railroad tracks, Marie Callender's pumpkin pie, and then <laughs> the reality of the uh, uh, train not being able to stop. Um, sorry about that, Doc. And then we also Gosh. have uh, <laughs> we also have the um, the the meme of uh, uh, Scooby Doo, and then. Uh, we have another one. Um, thanks to Marie Callender, my wife left, took the kids, the house, and even the dog, and all I have left is the credit card debt she put us in. I also have this one, Pat. Um, Sharon, next time you just bring the ice, okay? Sharon's ice, and it's a picture of coal. And then my favorite, Marie Callender. So you're going to have to write your instructions like Monty Python. First, Shalt thou take out the holy pie? Then shalt thou set the oven to 400 Fahrenheit. No more, no less. 400 shall be the number thou shalt preheat, and the number of the preheating shall be 400. 500 shalt thou not set. Neither set thou 200, excepting that thou then proceed to 400. 
Royal is right out. Once the number 400 being the correct number be reached, then settest thou thy holy pie of pumpkin upon thy middle rack and shall cook according to mine written instructions. <laughs> and if you ever only need one scene of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, it is that scene. Um, it is the holy hand grenade of Antioch. I just will you do us all a favor next year, Andrew Coppins, for Thanksgiving, and not invite Aunt Sharon to dinner? That was not at our house. Uh, our house, um, no. That that have you met my wife? <coughs> that shall not pass in this household. Neither in mine. Yeah, but I know who's not getting invited to Thanksgiving next year. Sharon. <laughs> Anybody Which named what? Sharon. You are not getting invited to my Thanksgiving next year or Christmas this question. year. I have another question. Mm -hmm. is, is Sharon the new Karen? Sharon is Karen. Ah. But, Pat, that reminds me of a really funny story from when I was a kid. Uh -huh. So I was I'm, I'm too young to remember this story, but I've been told it multiple times. Right. So. Okay. This might have been the first or second time that my mom and dad were hosting Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. My mom makes a homemade pumpkin pie. Attempts to take it out of the oven. Mm -hmm. Her hand slips off of the pot holder a little bit. The and proceeds to touch the pan with her bare hand. Oh no. Now, when she does that, the rack, the oven rack, is not exactly balanced. Oh, no. <clears throat> there was no such thing as pumpkin pie that year. <laughs> because it was all over the oven in the kitchen. Oh, I bet. <laughs> now, my mom is an excellent cook. My mom is a great baker. Um, comes from a long line of great bakers in her her uh, side of the family, by the way. My Aunt Jean, phenomenal cinnamon rolls. Um, but you imagine that? It like, like seriously, I can think of this in slow motion, right? Like, oh, yeah. hot pumpkin pie everywhere. Oh, and hot pumpkin pie is the best pumpkin pie. No, there's no such thing as good pumpkin pie. What the hell is wrong with you? Like I said, I will send you just baby food in the mail. Would you eat that? <laughs> I can't. I, mm, no. See, you wouldn't eat that. Why are you eating pumpkin pie? Because the real it's pie is apple pie. Okay, that is good pie, too. I, I agree with you. Especially that, that thinly is... sliced. None of these, like, store-bought, like, you know, the... the the slices that you would make for for uh, eating, no, I, nice and thin. I will say this for apple pie: you either find a really good pump, uh, apple pie or you find a really bad apple pie. There really is no in between. Yeah, that's why I try to steer away from um, store bought apple pie. Uh huh. You got to go to an actual like bakery. Yep, 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 yep. Mm -hmm. Now that notwithstanding, it is a WTF Wednesday, Pat. So I'm sure you've got a loaded loaded slate for us oh do i ever we'll start with uh with this one this actually technically happened last week but uh it's it's kind of a gift that keeps on giving like covid yeah kind of like that yeah um because speaking of of karen's oh god no um baby braun braun james mocked as le snitch and Le Karen, after ejecting two heckling fans from game, and then is fine after making obscene gesture during the same contest. <clears throat> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Also secondary to this, Pat. It's now mm -hmm. been a week ish, right? Yeah. We have no idea what in the actual hell was actually said. 
No, we don't. And here's how I know that this man is an absolute Karen. Because if the N-word was said, and if something really offensive actually was said, like super out of out of bounds, mm-hmm. we would all know it. Right. Because the people around them would have snitched, all that, right? Now, there is a rumor out there, and I'm not going to repeat the rumor, because it's a uh, completely unsubstantiated rumor about what was said. And if it's true, yeah, I could see why. But there's no substantiation of that rumor from anybody involved in the situation at all. I do love the reaction of the the fan that got or the 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 girl who got kicked out, right? Of the couple. Did you see mm-hmm. it? As she's walking off the court, she's pouting, and then she turns to LeBron James and white and goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, it was great. That's but, that's um, phenomenal trolling. But 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 here, here's the thing. Like like I don't I don't know what what they said. And if they said something truly bad, you're right. We would have known about it by now. Now, Pat, um, I have an update on LeBron James and his situation. That he's in COVID protocol. Yeah, he's got COVID. Mm-hmm. I, I I but wait, he's vaxxed. Yeah. And uh, and he believes in our Lord Savior President Doctor Anthony Fauci. Like <laughs> like he worships at the altar every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing, though. As a as a professional athlete playing a professional sport like basketball, mm-hmm. don't you uh, when you go into say you know a, a visiting team? So in this case, they were in Indianapolis, right? Right. Um. When whenever you go anywhere on the road and you're always going to have haters, especially out on at courtside or thereabouts. Right. Mm-hmm. He's probably dealt with this. However, many times throughout the course of his career, mm-hmm. why now? And what the hell you can't tune them out. So I get what you're saying, but again, we don't know what was said. Right. And- but I feel I, I still feel like if it was truly that bad, we would have known about it by now. Right, right. I don't disagree with that. But at the same point in time, here's a memo to fans. Just because you have a seat, just because you have a ticket in hand, doesn't give you the right to be a complete and total a-hole. Oh, I agree with that 100%. We need to stop with this entitlement of I can say and do whatever the hell I want because I bought a ticket. We have to stop that. Just go and enjoy the game and let everyone else enjoy the game. Stop being a-holes. Mm-hmm. Why? Guess what? Here's an idea. Be creative. Kind of like, um, <clears throat> Pat, I think I told you about this, right? During the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game, there was a moment where um, Graham Mertz threw a really great pass to the outside. Uh, for a first down. It was in the first half of the game, right? Mm-hmm. And you could see him go down after he threw the pass and was like, wait a second, something's not right there. And he's kind of clutching at his knee. Well, they show a replay of it on the screen and then they throw they had thrown a flag and they show the replay and it's of the Notre Dame player literally launching right at his knee. Not at his mm-hmm. ankle, but literally at, at his kneecap. Mm-hmm. That is wholly uncalled for that is right. whatever right so after we see the replay a couple of the notre dame fans around me were like oh that's bull crap and i was like look he launched himself at his knee and they kept going you know and and i just waited for the moment and i was like you know for being i'm a catholic and i gotta say this that is very uncatholic like you don't go for somebody's knee <laughs> like that is not something catholics would do in the entire section, busted out laughing. That's heckling. That is creativity. Go for that. Mm-hmm. Find a way to be funny. Because you know what's really great? That is a great distraction for that player you're trying to get their attention. Be funny. Don't be an a-hole. Now, that notwithstanding, well, Pat, um, we should probably move on. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Starting, well, 
yesterday now. Unvaccinated Canadians are not allowed to board planes or trains. What about automobiles? I have a question, though. What if I have to travel for work? You're fired. Really? Probably. What if what if I'm an uh, well, I guess it's Canadian specifically for Canadians, but I'm like, what if what if I have to travel abroad? Blame Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh Joy Reid. How and, dare you? Uh, <clears throat> How dare you swear on the show? What Joy Reid? How dare you? Pat? Joy Reid. Fifty dollars. Joy Reid. Hundred dollars. <laughs> Joy Reid, Rick Wilson, laugh at dumbass red state Americans. Oh. And to give you some context behind this, um, Reid mused that Republicans, uh, or, or excuse me, ahead of myself here. Uh, so the Lincoln Project um, took turns insulting red state Americans on Monday night, calling unvaccinated American a dumbass aiming of putting Republicans under a glass dome to create a dumb. Uh, uh, what? A dumb estuary. And they thought that was funny. Apparently they did. I didn't think it was funny. I did think it was WTF. But uh, yeah, they, this is also the same person that. Television. By the way, on on uh, on Monday's show, uh-huh. Jeffrey Epstein had a lot of information, including a lot of high-profile alleged clients' names. Here's one of them, Donald Trump. What in the absolute hell? Oh, and then by the mm-hmm. way, Pat, I have an update on uh, CNN. Uh huh. Um. Chris Cuomo is indefinitely suspended. Fredo. Yes. Uh-huh. I have a question because I, I saw this yesterday and uh, it, this is for him allegedly helping his brother's case. Right? Allegedly? No, he did. Yeah. He, well, yeah, he did. Um, my my question is, um, why, um, why didn't this happen much, much sooner? Because everything is political at CNN. Everything. Mm. Literally everything. There's nothing at CNN that is not political. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And let's go, Brandon. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, Matthew 547.